Okay. What do you think Orb of Discord feels like? Feels like okay. Because so if it's what I think feels it bad, feels man. like, I got if, it. If it's what I think it feels like, Zenyatta might not be a good guy. Okay, so I have a thought on this. I actually do. Um, you know how you get your socks wet and you walk around with wet socks while wearing your shoes? It's that. No. Except it's the worst. So much worse. Than I, that. It has it to be worse. No, but so like, wait, but it's. Welcome to Overwitch, everybody. <laughs> this is your weekly gaming podcast where your three best friends talk to you about Overwatch and then another video game and tell you not whether or not it's worth your time. My name is Joe and I'm your best friend. My name is Terrence. I'm Ray. They're also your best friends. They're just more shy about it. Um, before we get into the episode proper, I do want to get through a little bit of housekeeping. We're changing some things up here. Um, specifically... For you, the release schedule, um, we're going to start releasing on Mondays. Um, I know today is Tuesday, but uh, <laughs> we had a, a lot of revamping and a lot of work to do behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, in the future, you should be looking for these episodes on Mondays, which means that when we're talking about patches and such, the information is going to be about a week old or so. Um, but that just gives us more time to actually spend with those characters and experience those changes and come at you with our freshest and by freshest i do mean six day old takes so Mm. what is new in overwatch boys well audience welcome welcome to episode 20 yeah this is really welcome episode you may we've gotten to our 20th episode and you all know what that means we are all 20 years we can't say happy birthday every 10 episodes why not? I want to okay, know, you know why. What? Never mind. New tradition. <laughs> Happy right. birthday to you. Thanks. <laughs> we'll be right one time. Mm. I mean, somebody's listening and got to have a birthday. I mean, why would... I'm not going to too much. Yeah, most people have birthdays. When you listen to this <laughs> podcast and when you hear our voices, it feels like your birthday. So happy, happy birthday! So I be happy for this like gift, because your birthday only comes once a year, so unless this lands on your birthday, actually, you feel like it's your birthday again. Well, <laughs> that's what's important. And you know what else is important? Answering Joe's question. This is what I did in Overwatch for the week. We played, um, I got back into the groove by playing competitive with my, yeah, season my nine. team. Mm-hmm. And we have been doing some work, I will say. Even the games that we lost, it was a very, very hard mm-hmm. fought ones. I think there was one that was like a little like harder to do, but that team we we wanted to just say that they were a better team, but then we played them again, which was kinda weird, right afterwards, and we delivered the final blow. It was very yeah. impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So we've we've done as a group, we've done seven placement matches so far and we've lost two. Um, yeah. the first one, we just kind of lost focus uh-huh. and the second one that we lost was last night. We played just two games, but I feel lost. like it, it might've just been like a result of us not having an idea of what we should be doing. On yeah. That we were, mm-hmm. we were kind of fresh. 
we we didn't warm up a whole lot and uh we were losing focus a little bit and then when we lost the game every yeah everyone wanted to say oh they were better than us yada yada and i'm like we just we just lost that game like it didn't they didn't really super outperform us and then we fought them again right after that and we kind of crushed them a little bit yeah we did it felt so good but um over the week i've been using you know um being able to enjoy my uh my dps characters that i like to use like farah and genji which i've been doing stuff that people have enjoyed there was one game uh that was going on a little longer in Dorado where I got to use Lucio in competitive, which that was so much fun. And um, besides him, I also used Bastion, which is which is honestly one of my favorite characters. And I, I think it's kind of weird for me to say that at this point in time just because he definitely doesn't fit my recipe for games with a large character list. I, I like to go for characters who seem really difficult to play and often don't have a huge, like, um, you know doesn't have Still a high it. amount of usage just because of how difficult they are to play and bastion seems pretty straightforward but he's a uh, a great reminder that you know even if the character seems overpowered you have to be able to know how to use them and when mm-hmm. to use them for him to be effective yeah. so that's what i've been up to over the past over week how about you ray uh i've been pretty standard of the mill playing my supports um I really can't think of anything that stands out. Uh, Picking up any new characters or anything? I tried to pick up Widow, but I'm having an internal struggle about that, and I don't want to talk about it. You on just don't want to be much. a Widow main. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you want to be a Widow, Widow main. I feel like we need a pretty good Widow or two on the team to counter other Widows, and I just can't do that right now. <laughs> Because everybody else is picking up characters, so somebody or two or three people need to stay in their role so everybody else can flex more. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just kind of letting everybody else do that. People are picking up Sombra and Zarya. And, people are picking and, up Sombra all the time. Yeah, Sombra, well, Sombra just got a lot of huge buffs that are really impressive. She's way more of an attack hero now. She used to be kind of like off support almost. Mm-hmm. But she's definitely way deadlier now. Um, but we'll get I mean, into we'll that get in a little it. bit. Um, mm-hmm. I've been picking up Zarya. I I told our competitive group that I'm the perfect diva player. I can't I can't improve anymore. We I all agree better, with him. So, um, <laughs> decided to pick up a new tank, and Zarya was the one that was most appealing to me. Um, and then outside of that, sometimes on defense maps, I like to play Zenyatta. Get back and man, that's it's it's like. It's nostalgic, almost like oh man, way back when when I would play Zen all the time. Um, he's a good boy, and I do love him very much. But it's also mm-hmm. nice to give my supports a break and let them flex into other roles. You've been picking up Diva a little bit when I I, w- when I was gonna say I have been picking up Diva, and I played two games where uh, I did a bad Diva bomb. And then I played another game where the other diva did a good diva bomb, and then suddenly I realized what a good diva bomb was. So <laughs> I haven't realized what that is. <laughs> so it now it's just putting it into action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning the correct lobs and angles. Yeah. For yeah. that, so just yeah. doing. I kind of lost my touch with it a little bit, but. Um, I, I tried know. to um, get into. I don't know. I this is a a personal gripe. But every time I try and pick up 
a character, it feels like somebody also wants to pick up that character. Uh, and I think that's just because Sombra got a lot of changes recently and people want to try her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pick up Sombra again, but other people have been focusing her more and it's fine. Well, don't let that, because that used to be a huge barrier for me, especially in uh, Super Smash Bros. I refer to it pretty often because that's like my bread and butter uh, game. And once I started getting rid of the barrier that said other people use this character, it allowed me to find more, uh, allowed me to find characters that I never thought I could shine with. Well, uh, yeah. Because, you know, everybody has their own bars for not using certain characters, but if you add the bar of other people using it, it makes it a much smaller game. I know that. Right. And, uh, but I know that what? Alex likes playing Mercy. So, like, mm-hmm. you don't yeah. have to worry about stealing Sombra from him. Yeah, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, just we both got interested in playing Sombra again, so not both of us can play her at the same time, Yeah, is what well, I mean. But I remember you used to kill with Sombra even before she got these updates. That that's was, because uh, I was the only was person like, who trusted well, Sombra. Well, Ray, why don't, and don't tell Alex, but... <laughs> who is probably going to be listening to this. But <laughs> definitely don't tell him, but uh-huh. <laughs> why don't you practice Sombra when you play with me and Terrence? I, I was just going to start playing a lot of solo queue and hate myself. Oh, my God. It's the worst. Oh, my God. It's so I hate bad. It. I played a few games the other day. <laughs> Holy crap. I it's, can't it's do solo queue. How do people play this game alone? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Joe has literally shivered and like had a war flashback. I'm sorry, guys. It's... I, I don't think I could play this. I don't think I could play this game alone. It's not. I think in lower <laughs> levels I could do it, but not anymore. Yeah, not no. anymore. People are so so toxic and, and crappy, and oh my goodness gracious! I need at <sighs> least one friend with me to play Overwatch. Yes, and even then, it can be a it can be a trial, but at least you're like together. <laughs> you're like, you're, well, we're on like, a sinking ship, but we're working I, here together. I think that's why Jacqueline and I have the most affinity in the group. We played a lot together uh, mm-hmm. way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did want to know, Ray, like, mm. with your supporting stuff in competitive, like, how, how do you feel? How have we been in the aspect? Because I remember a couple weeks ago, it's probably more than a couple weeks ago, um, a couple episodes ago, I, I mentioned that I tried using supports and I was talking about like my quarrels with being a support and what I feel like people should know about supports. How do you feel like we have been in, in like, involving you as our support? Uh, <clears throat> I feel fine. I think everybody has gotten better at working as a group. And when I whenever I talk about me being a support and competitive, that includes being the vocal team leader that makes sure that makes sure that everything is good and knowing what's going on and i think that showed the most last night when we played the game that we lost and then we played the same group again somehow mm-hmm. and we won i mm-hmm. it, it was a very just normal moment of me just saying okay keep the comms clear x keep an eye out for this uh they're probably going to use diva and genji at some point and we just and then you know people saying hey keep the support safe and we we just did everything right we've gotten to a new level man season eight the difference between season eight and season nine has been remarkable so far Mm -hmm. just in our team dynamic and our communications and uh it's 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 been a it's been a a lot of fun so far so i'm I'm really looking forward to playing even Um, more this season yeah 
I, I think that everybody's gotten better at playing safer because I've noticed there's a lot less I need healing right now from everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just everybody just plays smarter and knows w- there's a lot, a much better game sense between everyone mm-hmm. yeah. as a group as a whole. Everybody yeah. can still improve. It's definitely and we're all something still we still need levels, to work on. <laughs> but we've, it's, it's gone up. It's definitely sure. gone up. And I think that's great. As your healer, honestly, I just I'm just there healing you. Like the healing isn't the issue. It's actually making sure everybody mm-hmm. is doing their roles, and my role is making sure everybody's doing the roles and not falling down. So, mm-hmm. um, as of today, the uh, Lunar New Year event is over. Um, pretty unfortunate because there's still a lot of really great skins there. Um, mm-hmm. so if you didn't grab them this year, just you know, save up and grab next year. Um, I want to say about the capture the flag mode. Um, I have, I, I grew to like it more and more throughout the event. We didn't play it a ton. We probably, probably played maybe 10 games over the course of the event. Not even. Um, but I, I really think that the new version of it is way more well-balanced. Um, I still kind of miss the wacky antics of the, of the like free for all bullshit. Like, use whatever abilities you want that came with the original version but the new version there's no draws there's there's sudden death matches instead if you tie at the end of the timer um there's a lot of interesting tactics and it really does feel balanced way better than the original one did um Mm -hmm. and i it's it's kind of a bummer because a lot of my team weren't as enthusiastic about it, and I I I, th- I felt like it was a, a a nice fresh way to play Overwatch. It hasn't been like the other events. It wasn't like Junk and Signs Revenge, Revenge or or May Snowball Fight or whatever, where it's just like the silly little mini game. It felt like mm-hmm. a new game type, and uh, I'm I'm hoping it'll still be in the arcade. Um, I'm not yeah. sure if they're gonna because I, I know that last year it was like in and out sometimes, but I always avoided it like the plague because I didn't want to get draws. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping it'll still be around. It also definitely is like even more important than quick play that you have a big team going into yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember playing it this when the, with this new rework and playing it with everybody and it's intense in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, now that I think about it, I think that helped with communication a lot because yeah. there's, you know, a very two very clear goals: get the flag and don't let them get the flag. And yeah. I think the comms were kept clear because you know things it's were constantly frantic. happening. It's frantic. It's definitely. I mean, obviously, but I don't. This is one of the most banal things that somebody could oh, yeah. say, but it's it's a constant push and pull. Um, um what else is new? Oh. We got a couple patches and new hero some is really big information. Yeah, Terrence, get into it. We uh, mentioned it a lot in the past, actually. You know, as one of our jokes in this in this podcast, we like to uh, talk about what we know is obviously going to be the next new heroes release, including Hero Twenty Seven, um, being you know one of three of our, of the characters that we mentioned, which I won't get into, but. Um, Reinhardt's niece? Is that who she is? What is it? God niece. God daughter. She's Torbjorn's daughter. <laughs> Torbjorn's daughter. Um is is actually released as a character. 
and she looks freaking fun. What's her I name? Can't wait. A lot of people have tried. Her name is Brid- Bridget. <laughs> Come on, don't put him into a trap like that. <laughs> yeah. had, you're you're over not, there smiling. Uh, but we haven't Bridget. said anything about Bridget. who she is aside from it's her being Torbjorn's Brigitte, daughter. Brigitte Lindholm. Is our new hero. Sorry, yes. Terrence, but I no, I can't believe I called it a hundred percent with the gyrocopters and everything. It's really surprising how right. Yeah, it is. no, I think that's kind of crazy. <laughs> We're, I really still want the gyrocopters, but gyrocopter she does she does not have gyrocopters. <laughs> yeah, but surprising can... everyone. She's actually another support hero. Which, uh, thank goodness. I I love the fact that we're getting another support hero. Will not complain about Me new healers, too. new yeah. types of healing. But let's get into some of her moves. Yeah, yeah. what does she do, Terrence? Ray. Ray. Uh, me? Oh. Me? I'll uh, do it. I feel like Joe's the best equipped, because okay. honestly, <laughs> she's not my hero. So she's kind of a mix between a support and a tank. She's the, definitely the tankiest of the supports. Um, and looks like she's going to have wicked synergy with Reinhardt. But basically, she has uh, 200 health and 50 armor. Um, she has a flail that, uh, like has a wide sweeping motion, kind of like Reinhardt's hammer swing, but it's narrower and longer reach and it does less damage. Um, and it kind of like whacks people aside like Reinhardt's hammer. Um, whenever she deals damage, uh, she, for five seconds, there's a healing aura around her, um, that's her her passive skill called Inspire. I think it deals a total of 80 health um, over that five seconds. And every time... So it doesn't stack, unfortunately, but every time she deals new damage, that timer resets. So hmm. she basically can keep a team fight going if everyone... She will be integral to Death Ball um, in a really <laughs> scary way, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, she also can... Her her E ability on a cooldown will kind of like a soft target like uh, Zenyatta's um, Orb of Harmony. She can heal um, a, a, a nearby ally for I believe seventy five points. Can't be. That's that sounds low. I um, want to say a hundred, but I feel like that's wrong too. But also, if they're already at full health, it will give them armor. It's temporary armor. But, you know, it can be a cool thing to, to throw in there into the fight because armor takes less damage uh, than health. Um, she also has a... if she, she has a small personal shield that's like Reinhardt's barrier. It only has 600 health, I want to say. And it mm-hmm. basically just covers right in front of her. But cool for, like, you know... Zenyatta the, right behind her. Or yeah, McCree. Yeah, or, like, blocking an Earth Shatter. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just in instant, like, oh, I need, I need protection right now. Um, and also if she's holding up the shield, she can do a shield slam, which has a stun effect. And it's kind of like the stun effect from Doomfist's uh, right click charge, but it has some weird interactions. Um, she's on the PTR right now. She has not been released yet. So she's you even know, had a couple of hot fixes as well. Yeah, so I think when she gets released and she's like finalized, we'll be able to talk about her a lot. Yeah. More. Well, mm-hmm. finally, her ultimate, which comes back really fast because of all the healing that she can do, is called Rally, and it basically is both of Lucio's auras, except one of them gives you armor instead of health. 
So only she gets the speed. Boost. Oh, sh- oh, only she gets the speed boost, but she does give the armor. Or, or does she only she? It get it, the... it goes over time. It gives them ar- armor and so healing, armor yeah. in the area around her, and only she gets the speed boost. Yeah, I have no idea. They changed it, so I don't know what it's what it is actually. Right. Now that I think about that's it, that's what it was definitely. Because I know you could get Torbjorn up to a stupid amount of armor with right. all of the <laughs> uh, right. But that ar- I don't know what the nerf was for it, so I don't. But that's I so awesome because she's definitely the paladin character. Like, yes, absolutely. Everything about her is very paladin like, and to you know, like not only that, but her character design is really awesome. She looks really spunky, and it tipped the scale on uh, the 50-50 ratio for uh, um, male-to-female ratio in the... Um, oh, I didn't know that. In Overwatch. So, that's pretty cool. Either it's exactly 50-50 now, or there is now one more female character. I, I well, need to look this that is up. Hero 27, so it's not... Yeah, even, okay, then it... Yeah, unless okay. they... It tipped the no, scale. No, wait, Bastion is genderless, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. Either, yeah, okay. So... Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So, um, I I think that's really cool to find out. And you know, like we always, like we said, support characters are always cool to have. It, I I like even if we got like another uh, support character after this, I still like feel like it would still be great just because, um, I really want to get away as far as I can from one or two necessary static like stapled healers. Yeah. yeah, Mercy. They they really did a fantastic job of making Mercy definitely now a yeah. a, a more of a niche choice. And, we were all um, so skeptical of those changes, and yeah. she really feels like she has a a place in the game. She's not a must yeah. pick anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I I remember when I started off the game, I felt like Junkrat was um a, a definitely a staple choice. But mm-hmm. he doesn't even feel like that anymore. All the characters right. definitely feel like they each have their place to be, mm-hmm. and like not seeing certain characters isn't isn't so like given anymore. So I, I think that's really cool. Sombra got a boost, so like it's actually scary seeing her now. Um, but yeah, let's get more into uh, the other uh, changes that yeah. they did. So yeah. there, we we kind of talked about these a little bit um, because they were on the PTR, but they have been officially released in the game now. Uh, Doomfist has his hand his ammo recovery rate has been increased so he gets you can feel it yeah you can definitely feel it and another one that i i was i was skeptical about feeling these changes but you can definitely feel them both um may her freeze her freeze time has gone from one second to 1.5 seconds which getting frozen i've definitely felt that difference in time that it's huge uh and also her alternate fire cost um has been bumped from 25 down to 20 so it i feel like that's more of the users like yes and i felt that as well that means basically you can shoot 10 icicles instead of eight with a full clip um Mm -hmm. so which means you can also freeze more yep uh Mm -hmm. so those are both cool changes that that don't seem huge but they they feel pretty big and I'm I'm hoping to see some more May and I, I think I, f- I feel like I already have honestly yeah, yeah. I have to <clears throat> and that's the only reason why I even noticed that her freeze is uh like we used like, May in yeah, competitive again that, we and did Torbjorn and Symmetra uh so yeah we have yeah that that we've had interesting pulling out the Symmetra seems... always seems to like do as well I don't want to like jinx it and I don't want to use it too yeah. often uh, but yes. like uh-huh. sorry didn't mean to derail I just had that quick <laughs> thought there no you're fine I definitely want to get into us using more different characters because 
like I said, and I, I mean, I don't mean to bring it back up again, but me being able to use Lucio in our competitive that was match huge. meant the world to me. Like, that meant not only did it use... make me feel like you guys trusted me as a player, but that you guys don't just trust me to stick to what I know yeah. and right. like allow me to like branch out a little bit. So that was that was really nice. Mm-hmm. I felt. That meant other people could branch out too and play other mm-hmm. characters that are yeah. they're good at but might might not be in their role. So. Yeah. Uh, um, Ray, can you tell us about Sombra? Sombra is one of my favorite heroes and <laughs> she got a bunch of changes. Uh her EMP Oh, first of all, uh, is no longer blocked by small objects like signposts. I didn't know that was a thing. Jesus. But apparently it was. Uh, her hack is has gotten a lot of changes here. It no longer gains ult charge from health packs. So no more relying on those to get that ult charge. Sorry. But that's okay. Because her cast time for it has been reduced from 0.8 seconds to 0.65 seconds. And that's definitely noticeable. Mm-hmm. And... Her hack now disables Genji's everything. No, yes, Genji's movements. Just everything about Genji Genji wall climbing, double jumper wall climb. Right, Uh, Hanzo's wall climb, Farah's hover jets, Lucio's healing and speed boots get turned off. And And Lucio's basically Lucio gets turned off by Sombra now. And it's kind yeah. of bullshit. He literally doesn't have anything other than WASD moving, spacebar to jump, and left-click fire. Yeah. That's it. Um, and Mercy's mm. Angelic Descent has all, is also um, disabled when hacked now. Which, Man, you know, for Far really and Mercy, cripples. if they're off the map doing these things, they just fall and die. Oh <laughs> so. so she can be She can boop now. It's been confirmed. <laughs> An official <laughs> boop. Uh, her... her uh, her gun spread is reduced from three to two point seven, which is also huge. That's pretty good. Like, I can f- I I've had a lot more kill con- confirmations because of that. Yeah, the spread it's just a narrower. Like you can definitely feel it's a more focused uh, fire. Um, her passive opportunist now lets her see enemies' health bars when they're below a hundred. So any <laughs> tick of damage you can see <laughs> the, so their stupid. damage. It's I like it. But her ability to see enemies through walls who are below 50 is, is still the same. Right. Well, this is the thing that I didn't know about. Sombra, <laughs> in case you don't, Sombra can see enemies who are uh, under health. Uh, under half You health. didn't know that? No, I didn't. I thought that was like the only thing that was cool about her before all these freaking ridiculous yeah, changes. Um, so <laughs> that, that weird glowing red effect that you see uh, that, that Sombra, when you're Sombra, that means that you have a weak enemy around the corner and you should go murderize them. Yeah, man, her character, her her place in the game is so much more defined now. Like it's like yeah. she is supposed to ruin every attempt they have at taking you out. Like she's just the cripple. Like yep. she's like the backup where you like I don't know how to handle this team. She's here to you for you to be like okay, stop that person from doing anything. Right. So stop Sneak that person. Behind, doing anything. Hack the that guy sneaking away. Hack kill that guy. Like, like yeah, take out the divas matrix because it's been a problem during this game etc etc it's just and because of how fast she can do her her thing she can even handle tracer like nothing she can just stop take her out like (laughs) i hate it yeah and you can hack reinhardt before he puts up his shield now it's it's scary Mm. it's scary (laughs) i mean it's like those things are still you can still block them if you're fast enough but it's it's really meant to be more of a you need to catch them by surprise now yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um, or, or 
Yeah. You need you need to catch them by surprise, and the enemy team has to be on high sombra if, alert. It's it's the other way around. If you catch them by surprise now, they are going to have a really hard time stopping that. Like, they have to be uh-huh. aware of your presence already in order for them to have much of a chance of blocking your hack. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, her translocator uh, duration on it has gone bumped up from 15 to 20 Which seconds. Which is so bad. That so five-second wiggle five room did so wait and do more. Yeah. 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 So that's the Sombra's changes. Very good, very great. Um, mm-hmm. I'm. I, that's why I want to play more Sombra because it feels like she has. There's the. She. It still doesn't feel like she has a defined place specifically, but it's more concrete on where she lies now. Yeah. Um. But uh, other changes. Oh, go ahead, Joe. Well, I was going to say, yeah, there are some other minor changes, but uh, of note is that there have been some changes to the health pack sizes and locations on Blizzard World, which I think is interesting because I always felt like there weren't enough around, and I have played it since with the new health packs. I'm like, this feels fairer. Um, So if you if you if you went in and you memorized all the health pack locations with god's note god knows i've never done um you'll have to redo that (laughs) um but yeah i think that's pretty interesting i've never seen a change like that happen before um yeah since i've been paying attention at least yeah i'm wondering what brought that change on because it i definitely did feel like there weren't enough health packs or they were like tucked away somewhere like super out of the way on that map but i can i can definitely say that in my opinion blizzard world is definitely one of my favorite maps like yeah hands down. I really I like it's love fun it. i really i love defending and i love attacking yep. mm-hmm. it's both are so are it's bright and inviting it's cool and interesting and it it you don't feel like i don't know you it's it's hard to get tired of the place yeah. is what i is what i want to get at so yeah. um one last news update before we move on i believe uh, it's StarCraft's 20th anniversary, so there's a Sarah Kerrigan ghost skin available for Widowmaker if you log into okay. Overwatch okay. between March 6th and April 3rd. Yep, starting today. Happy StarCraft. Cool. Just log into Overwatch before the April 3rd, and uh, you'll get that new skin. There's there's other rewards, too, for different games, but... That's, that's over what we care about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. I think we managed to get through that pretty quickly, despite the fact that there was quite a lot of information to get through mm-hmm. because it's been a long time since we recorded. Um, but I guess it's time to move on to the review. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm swimming. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> We are now in the game review section. Today we will be spending some time in Egypt. Ancient Egypt. Whoa. Not 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 recent Egypt. That'd be I don't I don't know how interesting that is. Regardless, Still we will interesting. be um, going over the eighteenth edition to Assassin's Creed. Assassin's <laughs> I don't Creed think it's the eighteenth one. It might twenty first? It's probably the twenty first. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, they have so many games, you guys. A lot. But we are talking about the newest edition, which is Assassin's Creed Origin. Where, released, um, uh, released in October of last year, published by mm-hmm. Ubisoft, and available for PS4, Xbox One, and your Microsoft computer, personal computer. Mm-hmm. I was bought it for... I was given it for... Terrence. I was given it for Christmas. <laughs> And uh, Ray just decided to say screw it and buy it himself. I so did. So we each have had um, 
quite a few hours into the game. And let's hear let's hear about it, you guys. What do you what do you guys think? I'll start. Um, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since the one before Black Flag, and I only played like eight hours of it. Three? Mm-hmm. Was three the America one? Yes. Yes. Where you play three. as Connor. Yes. Three. And honestly, I didn't like it that much when I was playing the third one. This one feels good. I really like this one, how it plays. It feels smooth. It feels like if you were to start up the series again, I think this would be a good place to start it for me personally. Origins <laughs> is, the, is a good title there. <laughs> yeah. Cause but, I, uh, let, let's talk, like, what is it? What What is this game, right? Assassin's Creed is a game where you run around as an assassin and kill politicians. (laughs) Essentially, essentially, like he essentially you kill high high power people, uh, either (laughs) for vengeance and for the better of the world, etc. And this one setting, every game is in a different setting typically, and this one is set in ancient Egypt. And I don't remember the year marker. I don't think they've told me yet, but forty three BCE. Yes. So there you go. That and you run around stealthily or not stealthily and kill people and help the citizenship. Mm-hmm. Is, is that all? <laughs> I. That's all I so, got. It's I've over. I've been a fan of the Assassin's Creed series pretty much since the first game. Wait. So do you want me to go before you because this is the yeah, first game? Yeah. Go on. This because is the first Ray, Assassin's Joe, Creed game you played. That I've actually played through myself, as opposed to watching someone play it. Mm. Like I've seen Black Flag be played. Which that was intense. I also saw the Native American one be Three. played, Three. and that had the coolest fight fighting like in it. I really enjoyed it the weapons good. and stuff like that. Um, so uh, what one reoccurring thing that I've learned about the Assassin's Creed uh, thing, basically like a reoccurring uh, flavor in the recipe, is um, that you are an assassin assassinating politicians and uh, using one of a certain amount of weapons that were uh, relevant in that time period. And the reason why you're doing all this is because you are somebody laying in a bed in current time who is experiencing the memories of, well, of, of very prestigious and impacting assassins throughout the history uh, for, you know, for uh, relevant reasons that I, you know, have, if I knew the story, I would yeah. I would know. And, oh, don't worry. They they lost the plot a little bit, so don't don't worry about it. Oh, okay, so the plot is not. No, no. <laughs> the story of the assassin that you're following is much more important, is what it sounds yes, like. Yes, definitely. And um, in Assassin's Creed, you play. His name starts with a B. Bayek. 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 Okay, and he is an assassin. Uh, he is what is known as a Magi. Magi. A Magi. That's what they call them. Um, is like, yeah. And, um, he is, uh, which basically is supposed to be the protector of the Pharaoh, but has been changed to the protector of Egypt. So basically you're like, you're, you're that guy essentially. And, um, when, uh, you, what, what it takes place is you are just a guy who has been dealing with a little bit of a rough patch in your life after your son was killed. Uh, it, it just uh, you have you have a list of politicians you want to take out because of that of what happened. I like and basically how we you keep go saying the politicians, <laughs> like it's a relevant I mean, term. I mean, it, it, there. I mean, who do you call? I mean, in this one, it's like uh, pharaohs and uh, and their bodyguards. In the older ones, it was they're definitely uh, political leaders. Pirates, you know, yeah, definitely. And um, 
this game uh, definitely makes you feel like you're in a new world. Definitely gives you that that fresh world like feeling. You look at the map and you instantly know that there's just way more than you ever expected, which games have been doing pretty frequently lately that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. It basically feels like another story book that you can get lost in for hundreds of hours. I don't even kind of doubt that. And uh, plenty of stuff to do. And the, the world seems to interact by itself without you needing to be a part of it. And, you know, there's just a lot of fun, cool things. A lot of new weapons, Egyptian-based weapons. I don't know much about, you know, the weapons used in Egypt. But yeah. they all seem to, like, I, but every time you see one, you're like, oh, I, okay, I've seen that before. I can't wait to see, you know, what they do with that. And obviously archery is huge because, you know, there isn't a single time period where people didn't think shooting a sharp object would be a good idea. So, uh, I I mean, it, it's taken me places. I really enjoy it. I feel like there's so much stuff in it. I feel like it's definitely, like worth money i guess yeah. for lack of a better term it's it's worth money like it'll give you that amount of entertainment no uh how do you what's up what's up joe well um okay so yeah i played uh assassin's all 90 creed assassin's creed one games. and then <laughs> all the tr- the two trilogy uh three black flag i started unity but i couldn't get through it i never played syndicate um i think that's all of them probably and then and then Origins is the new one. And um, I I definitely was burnt out on it. Like, I, I when we decided to play this game, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I have what it takes to go back to this series. <laughs> because there, every time a new game comes out, there are a lot of cool advancements. There's a lot of cool new graphics or whatever, like, mm-hmm. and, like, new systems. And they'll, like, pare certain things down so that they make more sense and then they're more fun. But then I always seem to be bogged down by some more bullshit that, like, mm-hmm. like, why are you making this decision? This doesn't make any sense. Black Flag, I'll say, was a lot of fun. Like, I was surprised uh, after coming out of 3, which I really liked 3, um, but it was it was a ton of fun. But the definitely starting with Black Flag... I, I couldn't even pretend to care about the story anymore. I really liked the main character, but they just really didn't ever follow any threads. Um, <laughs> and that's a big part of it to me is like wanting to care about these, the character that you're, that you're controlling for hours on end. And I will say that Bayek and the story so far is pretty intriguing. And Bayek is a great character he's so he's Mm -hmm. so happy like and he has Mm -hmm. like some really dark stuff to deal with but he he cares about the people in in his village and in egypt and he wants the best for them um and god he uh he's a good character and but the writing isn't fantastic and Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. still ubisoft it's still like certain things are jarring the UI is cluttered. Mm-hmm. It gives you so yeah. much information, and it's not the information you want. They've done yeah. away with things. I noticed today while I was playing, I'm like, there's no mini-map. And mini-maps are a source of great clutter. I didn't even realize but they that. But yeah. they have been instrumental to me in uh, in playing Assassin's Creed games before. Who, and like, But who needs a mini-map when you can be a bird? Is, is it, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to get tiresome. That's going to get tiresome, Exactly. I feel like. Um, so 
I don't know how I feel about it because there's a lot of things about this game that are really cool that they've added. There's stupid, like, they're not even trying to hide behind historical accuracy anymore. They're like, okay, you can have a bow that shoots regular arrows. You can have a bow that shoots, like, rapid fire arrows. You can have a bow that shoots, like, a shotgun blast. Or you can have a sniper <laughs> rifle bow. Um, oh. And, like, <laughs> I haven't run into any of those, so yeah. I definitely need to. And I've been messing with the bow for quite some time. So. <laughs> So um, no, it, uh, I just want to add in. Uh, I didn't know how to dismount my camel uh, yeah. because it didn't tell me how, and right. I had to press buttons to mm-hmm. figure it out. So yeah, a lot of the controls are clunky and unintuitive, and they've pared down a lot of stuff. Like it used to be the fact that, or that when you're playing an Assassin's Creed game, if you're playing it on a PS, a PlayStation um, system. You'd be holding R1 to be in high profile, and you'd be holding X to sprint so you could go faster, and X is also your climb button. And you'd be basically holding those buttons for the entire game. And this game has pretty much done away with that. Like, you don't, you you move a consistent speed. There's no, like, mm-hmm. you don't need a run button because you obviously are going to be wanting to be going as fast as makes sense for your character. <laughs> All the time, right? yeah. So, sure. like, I think that is cool, but at the same time, it sacrifices some of the nuance that that came from the parkour in the older games. Some of the the, the puzzles that came from jumping around rooms and stuff. Um, and I think it might just be the pro- a product of this series being so long and how many permutations it's gone through. Um, but it's always going to be the case that they're sacrificing things that were cool before in order to make new things that are cool instead. Um, and where this game lands, I think, is in a really good spot. Um, you know, if you've never played any Assassin's Creed games before, then you're probably not going to be missing all of the things that I'm talking about right now. Um, okay, but there fair. is still, I, I still do think that Ubisoft's, their take on you, I talked about this with For Honor too, their take on user interface is a hilariously bad one. I, I don't know what they're trying to do. Uh, and that's all I'm gonna say for right now. I'll come back in later. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, uh, you know, overall, I think that based on what I've seen, uh, it definitely it, it it feels like another one of those RPGs that just has a lot. I'm really what I'm really thankful for is that the story does make me want to continue playing it. So you know, I probably will continue playing it. I know I say that about a lot of games, but man, as an adult, time is so mm-hmm. nothing. Like you just have you just don't have any of it. And I, and I really do wish I I had some of that good sweet sweet time. I had a feeling. And I find it frustrating. I had a feeling when we were playing that really actually scared me a lot, which was uh, we had just moved to a new area, hadn't really done anything there, but we were like in the middle of the desert, and I looked over, you know, quite a way away. The map is enormous. It's so yeah. big. And we looked over, so like big. I don't know, a few miles maybe in the distance, we see some pyramids, and I'm like. We should go over there, and I'm like, "Oh shit, this is, it's like Breath of the Wild." Like I it, can go it, over it, there. It feels open like that, um, and I don't know if it is. Like we haven't we haven't gotten that deep into the game. We basically played for what like six hours today or something, and got to the title screen. Um, so <laughs> um, there is a lot to the game. I'm not sure how it all links together, but it feels it feels free in a way that Assassin's Creed really hasn't in the past. I mean, maybe Black Flag. Black Flag definitely had that feeling. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, so, I mean, like, 
I haven't really seen any of the, um, if there's any, like, I think they might have just scrapped away with the multiplayer idea. I, that's, that's just me thinking. I mean, I saw the title screens and stuff, and I didn't see any, um, like, any multiplayer invitation, which, you know, if they have one, I wouldn't be surprised, but because Ubisoft does make things, like, a little more of a test than I would, I would make stuff if I made a video game to, like, find information that seems like, oh, okay, you know, and Ubisoft uh, does have a bad habit of making, I don't know, something about their, their UI is just so unappealing, and it seems like, it seems like a computer game where it seems like they definitely put all the work into the gameplay and none of it at mm-hmm. all into the title screen or any of that stuff. Like they're they're just like yeah. you will get to the game and once you get to the game you'll love it. But you know that other stuff. I mean it's just information. You know, it's, <laughs> like use it. It's if you want, but to, to yeah. say the least. But I mean, uh, I guess uh, the question I have is like, why would a person be playing? Uh, Assassin's Creed Origin. Ray? Oh, boy. With my six hours into the game. Because I don't know if I'm going to play it still. I liked it. I enjoyed what I've had so far. But me as a gamer, I don't know if I can give you a solid answer right now as to why I would play this game still. And that is my true and honest answer right now. I don't know if you should. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's fair. Why do you think somebody would play this game, Joe? Uh, I think somebody would play this game for eh, similar reasons that you might play Breath of the Wild, but with a more uh, mature themes, I guess. Like, I mean, there's blood and killing and stuff, and it feels kind of badass to get in big fights with, with giant groups of enemies and come out victorious. There's a, there's a, there's a more detailed story um you know the the game is more linked to your progression in the story than it is in breath of the wild but it does have that freedom also it's it's less like breath of the wild you know what now the more i think about it that's i I wish i hadn't made that comparison in the first place Mm -hmm. it has it has the things that i used to love from video games which is basically a bunch of shit to collect it's a collective yeah okay it's go Uh around on the map find these locations that we've said are interesting and then do stuff in them, and then you'll have completion. There's a really cool level-up system, which has never been in an Assassin's Creed game before. Maybe I do enjoy the level-up system. <laughs> but it's, 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 pretty, it's, pretty, it's pretty slick. Um, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people have gotten tired of level-ups and, and skill trees and everything like that, but I think it works. Um, but I also think it's there to support their microtransaction system which uh, is like this whole thing mm-hmm. like hey if you give us 20 bucks we'll, we'll give you ten thousand experience points and some animal yeah, pelts uh-huh. and it's like but i mean ubisoft that's how they make their money uh, i mean more money yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> a lot more money i don't know man like it, it basically what that says to me is like it, we have acknowledged that hunting animals is such a chore that you want to pay us money so that you don't have to do it, even though it's part of the video game we made, which you already paid for. So now you're paying to not play the thing that you paid for, which is kind of <laughs> fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just a bit. I mean, over the, I mean, I, one, you know, I've always noticed that they always have, like, 
a, a bunch of stuff that you can buy. Yep. Ubisoft tends to do that. And uh, a lot of it seems to be cosmetic or just like really, really rare, cool weapons. Yep. And that's with any game, really. And it does, yeah, which I, I mean, I'm sure they're going to keep that recipe. And, you know, after a while, I kind of used to, I've never bought, an, bought anything from Ubisoft online except for the season pass for For Honor. And, um, you know, it, it's kind of like one of those things where I never once felt jealous of anybody having those items or, and I've never been, you know, it's there, but I've never been tugged to buy it. So, I mean, it's whatever. I mean, I, I feel like why not? You know, I don't think they're particularly trying to make you do it, but it's like for those people who might be dedicated to spending hundreds of hours on every single Assassin's Creed game, maybe they just don't want to deal with it. Maybe it's their first one and they don't care. You know, yeah. I just feel like maybe it's just more options for people of all kinds. Yeah, you know? I guess. Um, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel still like hate the, it. the game. The game could have instead been designed to make sense without that system. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the what I think a person might play this game for is, you know, I, I really, it, I think it's the same reason. If you guys have ever heard of Sly Cooper, it's a game where you're a thief and you're a raccoon, and it's and it's very fun and it's sneaky and you you're trying to sneak around enemy bosses and be the game. I mean, this is nothing like that, but except that you're sneaking and stealing stuff. Uh, Assassin's Creed. I think somebody might play it just for that that new world feel and for the sake of feeling sneaky. You know, you're a thief, you're sneaking around, you're shooting people. Like, I feel like that kind of recipe might be something that good enough for them to make what, however many games that they have made. I and I feel like that's why. Or another, or you know, they might just be diehard Assassin's Creed fan and want to see another pro world that you can interact in in the same manner that you have been doing because. Mm-hmm. One, Assassin's Creed does allow you to interact in a world that a lot of games still haven't gotten to yet, which is pretty much like everywhere is your playground. Yeah. And that is, that's always a fantastic recipe. So I do understand why they keep doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think somebody might play Assassin's Creed. Okay. But I think the more important question is, is it worth your Overwatch time? Hmm. No, it isn't. It's not worth your Overwatch time. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> don't be sorry um so i felt really bad about this episode because this is the first one that i had completely made up my mind before we even started recording or before i had even played the game um mm-hmm. and my my decision was that no it's not worth your overwatch time however we have played the game and i've changed my mind <laughs> i think it's really uh. cool and I'm really surprised that an Assassin's Creed game won me back. Like, I'm surprised Good. by how much I like it. Um, so you want to borrow my game is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's really cool. Uh, and then there are a lot of... Th- especially if you've never played an Assassin's Creed game before and you like open world adventures, I think you would probably really dig it. And I think it's really cool. Terrence. Okay. I personally think that it is worth your Overwatch time. I I want it. The only reason why I'm saying this is because there is obviously more. I want to say I can like if I'm if I'm judging based on sight, I can say you get about 400 hours of gameplay before you even start to think that maybe you haven't done everything. Maybe that maybe you might be close to doing everything. Um, The second reason is is that the story seems to be. Like, very, like, they give you so much stuff to start off with and so much things you want to figure out and a lot of world. It, it makes you want to go back even though you have to move forward. 
Like, yeah. because it makes you want to think about the past, even though you want to know what the future holds. And after I heard about a few things from the uh, my friend that I let borrow it, and he told me that there, because where we are right now is not where I thought. Apparently, um, where we are right now, we have to defeat these five people, and they each mean something. And he told me that after defeating those five people is when the story opens to the world, and when you start realizing just how big the game is. And after, like, the three, four hours, maybe five that we've been playing, uh, we we aren't even done with that. Yeah. So it's like... The story sounds great. My, um, and on top of all that, I think that the story can get hard enough for you to feel like you need to like, buckle down and teach yourself how not to die, how to use yeah. the weapons that you use. The, um, the, comp- the fighting seems simple and easy, but you know, if you're not thinking about the moves that you're doing, you, you won't win. Mm-hmm. So like, you have to understand what your moves do, how they interact, when to do them, and when to dodge. And that's huge with me. On top of... On top of the customization, I mean, yeah, you're all using the same main character and you're going through the story, not even the same way, which I really like. I think that's the comparison that you can make with it as um, Breath of the Wild, besides the fact that Breath of the Wild allows you to literally take it at wherever direction you want to. I don't know if that's possible in this game, but it does allow you to feel like it's your world. This is your character. Like there is no, this his memories are, are what you make them. And that's that's really cool. So I think that it it for sixty dollars. I think, and I don't know how much um, Ray got it for less, right? Uh-huh. How much did you get it for, Ray? You got it for thirty because I'm a GameStop Pro member. Yeah, thirty dollars. I feel like you're getting much more than you're paying for the game. And uh, you know, I've always had a problem with getting really big into really really deep intensive RPGs, which I really want to, because. I, I prefer RPGs that have a def- definitive ending, like Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy. But, like, this game is another one of those things that I, I really, really, really want to get into. And games like uh, Assassin's Creed, uh, Skyrim, and The Witcher, and stuff like that, that seem infinite. This is definitely on that level of, this game seems infinite. So, like, I I would like to... I, I, I want to get into it. I do. I think that... Um, you know, if you reach that point in Overwatch where you need a break because, you know, you've just been playing it too much or it's you, you feel like you're not increasing in skill level, this is definitely a game that I think that it would be okay for you to get into as opposed to. Because on top of all of that, once you want to get back into Overwatch, like, you, you, you're, you're not missing anything by stopping for a while, you know, like... That those are those are my reasonings. I'm done crying and boohooing about it. But yeah. I, so. one more thing that I wanted to mention. What was your answer? Oh yes, it's worth the Overwatch time. Okay. <laughs> uh, one more thing that I wanted to mention before we get out of here um, is that one. Oh, liberation! I forgot about liberation. Um, one thing that I've always been kind of like disappointed with with the Assassin's Creed series is that there was never a. Uh, female assassin like main character to play with there wasn't one game but it wasn't it wasn't executed great for a lot of reasons that i'm not going to get into um however uh i do know that later in the game later than where we're at at least um by ex-wife aya becomes a really important character um and helps out a lot with uh with assassinating <laughs> and um 
I'm not sure exactly how it all happens. I'm hoping that she isn't just fridged. Um, I don't think that that's what they do with her in this story. Um, it's definitely been done in past Assassin's Creed games, and I they, they are not the most mature silly storytellers when it comes to stuff like that. Um, but it seems to be doing a lot better than previous titles, and again, Bayek is a real a real dreamboat, so... <laughs> <laughs> I just like his hair. I could totally do that hairstyle. So, and for Halloween, his next kid's hair year, though it's bad. His his kid's hair is awful. <laughs> reason. Oh, reason. Uh, for Halloween next year, we're all doing different assassins from the Assassins Creed. That's great. I'll be really serious. good and differentiable. That's not a word. Yeah, I wonder. No, well, no, it, different. The different main <laughs> character assassins all have distinct looks. I'm doing air quotes. Sounds great. Thank you for sticking with us through this and through our changing schedule. Um, let us know if there's any games you want to play. Next week, we're going to be looking at Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, which is a Ooh. fighting game, right? An arcade, arcade fighting? fighting game. Okay. Yep. First-person shooter. <coughs> First-person shooter. 3v3. Where you can play with uh, yeah, three-person teams. So we're probably going to all sit down and play it together. I'm probably going to rent it. We'll see what happens. Um and then wow, i had a brain Joe. fart joe joe's never done this podcast before i'm so sorry you guys he's new to the I show kind of we thought it might be a good so you can find <laughs> yeah. us on twitter <laughs> i can get there if you shut up for two seconds terrence just said you're new to this and don't know what to do i was trying to help you can find us on twitter at overwitchcast <laughs> yeah. or you can send us an email at overwitchpodcast at gmail.com. It <laughs> <laughs> always sounds wrong. Um, and those things are actually going to be in the show notes. I've been bragging for weeks about how those those handles are in the show notes, but they're not. So I'm going to put them in there starting this week. Um, thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next time. So next Monday, uh, what is it? March 12th is when our next episode should drop. So we'll see you then. I uh, think March 12th, what year? All oh, right. I'm Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Terrence. And I'm Ray. And remember, you're better than us. run something by you guys and it's very serious born on the by you oh you said very serious sorry yes. go on <laughs> <laughs> uh.